Radio UNE, the time is 7 o'clock, which means it's time for another episode of Way Back When, and tonight I'm going to be looking at some of the best music from 2009, and this show is going to be a monstrously big show. We've got a lot of music to get through, so sit back, relax, and enjoy some of the very best music that Tune FM's 40th year of operation had to offer, starting with one of the best songs not just of the year, but also of the decade. This song was actually ranked at number 3 on the year on the decade end chart for the 2000s here in Australia, and it ended the 2009 year on the number one spot on the year-end chart here in Australia as well and it swept top it swept top spot on so many charts across the world it's an absolutely fantastic tune and it seems appropriate to start the show with tonight the Black Eyed Peas I Got a Feeling the second single from their fifth album The End produced by David Greta of course a fantastic song that so many people will remember please enjoy I Got a Feeling by the Black Eyed Peas coming up first on Way Back When episode 2009 you're listening to Tune FM on 106.9 
6.9 Sheen FM and that was I Got a Feeling by Black Eyed Peas to kick off this week's episode of Way Back When and I wasn't lying when I said this show was going to be long there is another 25 songs to get through we are in for a very big one so sit back relax and just enjoy the nostalgia trip I know this show is not normally anywhere close to being this long but I do hope that you enjoy it and I hope that you have enjoyed your week as well I hope that you have had a pleasant week no matter what you've been doing of course a lot of students went back to school I know on Friday uh, which was yesterday as a matter of fact of course the uh, Armadale Secondary College opened its new campus, which was wonderful, a new $121 million state-of-the-art facility. So kudos to that school, and I hope that everyone attending uh, enjoys studying there. For now, though, I'm going to move on to the second song of tonight's show, and it is a song that is on my daily playlist. I've got a bit of a soft spot for it, and it's the debut single of Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert, of course, he's now known mainly as the rock star that is singing alongside Queen, but he started his career actually on American Idol, the eighth season of American Idol, and much like Shannon Noll, he was considered to be slightly uh, robbed in the finale. He came second. He came runner-up, but that did not deter him. After, obviously, that little disappointment, he released his first album, For Your Entertainment, just after American Idol. He was writing it very, very, almost concurrently to when American Idol finished to when it was released. There was only about a three-week period or so. He wrote it, he recorded it, and he got it out there, and it was genuinely well-received. Well-received by critics, uh, and it was... He's one of the few American Idol stars, or one of the few Idol stars, in fact, that has actually had a really, really successful career, as opposed to just an average career afterwards, which is really, really good because his singing ability is phenomenal. I'm going to play a few of his songs next week because most of his songs from the album charted in 2010 since it was released in late 2009 with the exception of the debut single one of like I said his best uh, definitely one of my favorites for your entertainment the song from the uh, from the uh, same similarly titled 
album. It's really, really, really enjoyable, and I think you are really going to like it. Fear Entertainment by Adam Lambert coming up next here on 106.9 Sheen FM. You're listening to Way Back When, episode That was for your entertainment by Adam Lambert here on Way Back When, episode 2009, really showcasing the singer's fantastic vocal ability and 
goodness me, the lyrics are something else. I really, really do enjoy that song. It's something that I think everybody should listen to at least once, and if you're listening to the show, now you have. It's also got a rather intriguing music video, which you should go on YouTube and check out. And interestingly enough, it actually led to a bit of controversy. When he performed the show, when he performed the song live for the first time on ABC over in America, of course, his song was the performance was deemed too suggestive and he was not invited back, which was a bit controversial at the time indeed. Turning now, though, to the third song of tonight's show, and it's an Australian song. We've got a bit of Australian music uh, starting now, and it's from Guy Sebastian and his fifth album, in fact. And if you're like me and you graduated school and you were in school in the same years that I was, this song dominated your year five and six primary school discos. It was absolutely everywhere, but there was a reason for that. It was simply a terrific song that sadly didn't get the love it deserved, in my opinion. Didn't make it anywhere near uh, the success it should have done. Made its number one on the charts here in Australia, which was which was wonderful, and number six on the year-end ARIA charts and was certified four times platinum here in Australia, but it should have been so much bigger. It should have absolutely broken through in the States. Sadly, it did not. But like I said, relive those days in your primary school discos when this song would come on. It's Guy Sebastian's Like It Like That. Coming up next on Way Back When, episode 2009, you're listening to Tune FM on 106.9.
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Guy Sebastian with Like It Like That. Wonderfully catchy Australian tune indeed. Moving on now to Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga was on the show last week, her music was on the show rather, and the week before, and that is because this sort of years from the late 2000s to the early 2010s really was, I think, the peak of her career. In 2009, she released the fame Monster, which was rather convenient for me in this show, put it that way, because the uh, it was sort of a reissue of the fame, her 2008 acclaimed album, and it was originally going to be a deluxe edition reissue, although the album decided then to just release the eight new songs that were going to be included as a standalone EP in some territories, which is really, really good because it means I'm able to play some of the songs this week, some of the songs next week because the singles weren't released until 2010, and some of the songs obviously were played last year, uh, last week for 2007 as well. So you're going to hear a bit of Lady Gaga over the next few weeks, including three songs tonight because this really is a fantastic EP. Obviously, I played some of her music last week like I said off of the fame this year this week however in 2009 she released arguably the best song of her career bad romance I guess a lot of you would have seen that one coming it is one of the highlights of the album and it has been included in several best of lists including best of Lady Gaga's career lists and it made it to number one in numerous numerous countries all over the place it was certified 11 times platinum in America which is phenomenal and it's one of the best-selling singles of all time it sold over 20 uh, 12 million copies worldwide and it won two Grammy Awards as well so not really much else you can say about that. It's one of Gaga's best, and it's one of the catchiest songs to come out of 2009, I think. Bad Romance by Lady Gaga, up next on 106.9 Sheen FM, the home of UNE's student-powered radio.
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. Here on Way Back When, episode 2009, we've had some really high-selling singles to kick off this show. Obviously, we had For Your Entertainment. We had I Got a Feeling by Black Eyed Peas to start the show, one of the best-selling iTunes songs of all time. Like It Like That, one of Australia's best-selling singles of all time, and Bad Romance, one of the best-selling singles of all time, period. It's been rather interesting. Turning now, though, to another pop star, arguably on the same level as Pink uh, in terms of vocal I have a bit of a soft spot for her career and for her discography, and that's Pink. In 2008, she would release Funhouse, and several singles were released in 2009, including the song that I'm going to play right now, Funhouse, the title track. It was fairly well received. The album as a whole was genuinely positively received. Pink notably wrote about 35 songs for the album before having to trim them down to a simple 12, actually saying in an interview given, and I quote, because I really feel like this has to be said in its entirety, it's like getting rid of your children. I like that one too, but I'm going to let that one die, she said of choosing which tracks to fit on the album. So... Goodness me. Still a good song, though, and still a fantastic album. Funhouse uh, was written alongside Tony Cannell and Jimmy Harry, and it was, like I said, fairly well received. Made its number six here in Australia, which is pretty decent work. By Pink, it's coming up next on 106.9 Tune FM, the home of UNE's student-powered radio. Yes. 
You're listening to 106.9 Sheen FM and you just heard Fun House by Pink off of the Fun House album. It was a very good track and that's not the last you'll hear of Pink tonight. Of course, that's not really a surprise given how much music there is still to go. I'm turning now to Kesha. Kesha has had a bit of a an interesting career to say the very least. I'm not going to go too, too much into her obviously legal, legal um, lawsuits and legal troubles. That's not what this show is about. I will say though that her rebound from that period in her life was absolutely incredible, releasing a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful album only, I believe it was 2018. I will correct myself if I'm wrong there. But now, obviously, because we're looking at 2009, we're going back to the very start of her career, and that's TikTok. Yes, that's I know it's not, it's a song that's, even though it was fairly well received when it came out, it's looked back on with a little bit of sort of good-natured derision, I like to say, let's put it that way. It was certainly well received, though, making it to number one here in Australia, as well as a lot of other countries, including the Billboard Hot 100. Kudos to you, Kesha, for that. And she's claimed that it was a really sort of positive style, as a matter of fact, in a way, like positive partying, if that makes any sense. It's a very upbeat dance pop song, and I'm just going to launch into it. TikTok by Kesha coming up next on Way Back When, episode 2009. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9. Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Hey, what up, Grab girl? my glasses, I'm out the door. I'm gonna hit this city. Let's Before go. I leave, brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Cause when I leave for the night, I ain't coming back. I'm talking pedicure on our toes, toes. Trying on all our clothes, clothes. Boys blowing up our phones, phones. Dropped up and playing our favorite CDs. Pulling up to the parties. Trying to get a little bit tips. Don't stop me, get pop, DJ, blow my speakers up tonight I'm a fight till we see the sunlight Tick-tock on the clock, but the party don't stop, no Don't stop me, get pop, DJ, blow my speakers up tonight I'm a fight till we see the sunlight Tick-tock on the clock, but the party don't stop, no Like Mick Jagger. I'm talking about everybody getting crunk, crunk. Boys try to touch my junk, junk. Gonna smack him if he getting too drunk, drunk. Nah, nah, we going till they kick us out. Out of the police, shut us down, down. Police, shut us down, down. Police, shut us down. Don't stop, make it pop, DJ, blow my speakers up tonight. I'ma fight till we see the sunlight.
sweat till I walk in. Don't stop me. You're listening to Way Back When, episode 2009, and that was TikTok by Kesha, the very start of a career that is still thankfully going to this very day. Turning now, though, to Lily Allen. Lily Allen, a fantastic UK singer, and she released her second album in 2009, It's Not Me, It's You. Even though her first album was fairly well received, this album very much is what sort of launched her to the very next level. There were several hit songs and several singles from this album, including this one, Not Fair. Now, Not Fair was the second single as a matter of fact i'm going to play the first one a bit later on the third single from the album is probably one of her more well-known songs because it is called fu um various reasons why i will not be playing that song tonight uh not fair however was still a very very good track a bit more of a country sort of sounding single which is which really quite suited it was a very refreshing song to hear and it's rather amusingly about a relationship that's not going too well because of the male partner in the relationships uh insufficiencies I'll, I'll leave it at that and just let you interpret the lyrics as you will the album itself did very well it actually entered the number one spot or it entered the australian charts at number one which was pretty impressive and it made it to number one in her native uk as well as for not fair itself the single didn't quite make it to number one which was a tad disappointing but it did make it to number three here in australia and number five over in the uk it's coming up right now not fair by lily allen on 106.9 sheen fm you're listening to way back when on episode 29 Treats me with respect He says he loves me all the time He calls me 15 times a day He likes to make sure that I'm fine You know I've never met a man Who's made me feel quite so secure He's not like all them other boys They're all so dumb and immature That's just one thing
listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Not Fair by Lily Allen in episode 2009 of Way Back When. I should not have said uh, 29. I don't know why I said that. Unfortunately, I had to stop labeling each episode uh, numerically because of several times where I had to produce two shows in one week and present two shows in one week. It sort of got a little bit confusing because, for example, episode, I think this would be technically considered episode 26, uh, 36 or 37, but we're not looking at the 36th or 37th year in Tune FM's existence. So it's just easier to call each episode the year that we're looking at. Putting that aside, turning now back to Lady Gaga, and unfortunately, that little uh, thing that made things easy for me that I said, the fame and the fame monster being released in two consecutive years, unfortunately in this case it gets a tad confusing, because now I'm playing a song that was from the fame in 2008, but didn't chart until 2009 properly here in Australia, and was actually charting after some of the songs of the fame monster. It's a bit confusing, let's just say 2008 to 2010 was just three years of Lady Gaga where two albums were released, they were both amazing, and singles were all over the place. That's just how we're going to have to think about this. In any case, this is from the fame, her debut album, Poker Face. Poker Face, one of the many singles that she released, and it was very well acclaimed like most of her singles were in this album. It was praised for its robotic hook and the chorus, and it topped the charts in over 20 countries, including here in Australia, the UK, and the US, which is pretty damn phenomenal. Uh, this, the entire album, The Fame, it's obviously I can only play a few songs from The Fame and The Fame Monster over those three years, 2008 to 2010, but it really is worth going and giving this album a listen in full. It is a really, really good album, and so many of the songs, even the non-single songs, they still hold up even to this day. That being said, let's dive straight into Poker Face by Lady Gaga coming up next on 106.9 Tune FM, the home of UNE's student-powered radio.
6.9 Sheen FM on way back when episode 2009 and you just heard Poker Face by Lady Gaga really really wonderful track turning now to a song that sort of came out of nowhere but dominated airplay and dominated the charts here in Australia for a little while and that's Fireflies by Al City I actually thought this came out a lot earlier than it did I misremembered this this did come out in 2009 it was the debut single from Al City's album Ocean Eyes Al City still sort of did a few things afterwards but definitely most well known for this single and the frontman and writer Adam Young just described the song as a little bit about bugs and not being able to fall asleep at night. Which, yeah, that's actually pretty accurate, really. Like I said, it did well here in Australia, shooting up to number one, and laying in the top ten for a fair amount of time in numerous countries, both here in Oceania, North America, and Europe as well. In fact, it was the only top 40 hit for our city until three years later when Good Time would come out, a duet with Carly Rae Jepsen, but that is to be discussed in a few weeks' time on this show. So, Fireflies by Our City coming up next on 106.9 Chin FM. You're listening to episode 2009 of Way Back When.
Sheen FM and that was Fireflies by Al City. Coming up next we have the 10th song of tonight's show so yes we've still got a fair amount of music to get through like I said very much a long show today and I hope that you're not sick of me already or sick of listening to some of the best music that 2009 had to offer because this is definitely probably the best and most enjoyable show I've had to pre- I've had to present in quite some time. Turning now to a song that didn't really do too too well in most of the world but Australia seemed to absolutely fall in love with and that's You Found Me and that's by The Fray released as the lead single from their second studio album simply called The Fray. Of course The Fray released How to Save a Life, a song that I did play when it came out on this show because it was absolutely phenomenal. The second album wasn't really as well received as their first, in fact a lot of critics said that it was too similar to their first album but the exception was this song. It sold 3.6 million copies in the US and it sold 2 million downloads in the US becoming the group's third single to do so after How to Save a Life of course and Over My Head. Now it, in terms of charting it did well on the alternative charts in America and obviously making it to number one here in Australia but everywhere, around the world, everywhere else around the world it was sort of just there it didn't really make it too far at all however the lead singer and pianist Isaac Slade has said that it is one of his favorite songs and quoting, quoting himself as saying I love it as if it were my own child I'm sure that's going to go down well, his child's 21st. And he also said that he could imagine running into God standing on a street corner like Bruce Springsteen, smoking a cigarette, and he would, quote, have it out with him because he was annoyed at the person in charge of the planet. It's a really, really interesting sort of song. It's about the problem of evil, why bad things happen to good people, etc., etc., which makes it very relatable, which is something I'm a big fan of when it comes to music. The phrase, You Found Me, coming up next on 106.9 Tune FM. This is Way Back When, episode 2009. You found me by the fray coming up next I found God on the corner of first and I'm where the west was all but one all alone smoking his last cigarette I said where you been he said, ask anything Where were you When everything was falling apart All my days Spent by telephone Never 
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM. This is Way Back When, episode 2009, and you just heard You Found Me by The Fray. We turn back from a soft sort of pop rock track now to very much an R&B pop track, and I will say I had a bit of trouble organising the order in which the songs were going to be played tonight. Most uh, shows, I don't have too, too much trouble with it because there's normally somewhere between 9 to 14 or 15 songs, depending on the year and the week. However, this one obviously being 26 songs, goodness me, I think it took me about three or four hours to really sort of order in the tracks to determine how and where, when they were going to be played during the show. So forgive me if it sounds a little bit disjointed at times. It was also a bit of a pain to do the research for the show this week, mainly because when you search TikTok, obviously the first thing that comes up is not the Kesha song. It is a different uh, social media platform. So that made things a bit painful. Putting that aside, however, I'm turning to the next song now by Australian artist Stan Walker, season seven's winner of Australian Idol, in fact. So Stan Walker is sort of similar to Adam Lambert in that he did have a bit of a career after Australian Idol, however, certainly not as successful. And I do wish Stan Walker all the best because he has unfortunately had to have his stomach removed after a stomach cancer-causing gene was discovered in his body, a very rare one indeed. I wish him all the best, but he is still producing music, which is wonderful. But this one is his debut single. That was the lead single, obviously, from his debut studio album and it's Black Box. It's a little bit of a rather interesting track because some people call it kind of generic. Some people call it a little bit bland. I disagree. I think it's really catchy and I think it's got a really nice beat and tune to it. It's been certified double platinum here in Australia, so obviously a lot of people agree with me. Black Box by Stan Walker coming up next on Way Back When, episode 2009. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9.
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM on Way Back When, episode 2009, and you just heard Black Box by Stan Walker. To everyone who has just recently joined us, if you're maybe flicking through the dials on the radio and you came across us, I hope that you're enjoying the show so far. I really hope that you are enjoying the trip back to 2009. If you've never heard any of these songs before, well, I really hope that you are enjoying them. And once again, like I said at the start of the show, I really hope that your week has been phenomenal. I'm turning now back to Lady Gaga for the last time on tonight's show, and I said before that Lady Gaga really had her peak in this sort of era and obviously being that it's her debut album I don't want people to think that that's a dig at her later career it's just a matter of this like this album and what she was doing in her life around this time in terms of the music that she was writing was just so phenomenal even though her later albums would still be incredible this sort of the music that she was putting out in the world here was just so damn good it was going to be incredibly difficult to top although as a person she is just absolutely phenomenal obviously I have a lot of respect for her thanks to the philanthropy that she does a lot of advocacy and work for the LGBT community which is just wonderful and she won an Academy Award for A Star Was Born she has done absolutely everything however this song that I'm going to play now is my personal favorite of hers and a lot of people still hold this up as one of the best in her discography Rolling Stone called it the second greatest Gaga song of all time it's like most songs from the fame and the fame monster were critically acclaimed and the music video that was released alongside it won two MTV Video Music Awards it portrays Gaga's struggles in her quest for fame as well as balancing success and love. So enjoy this little upbeat dance pop sort of track in Paparazzi coming up next on 106.9 Tune FM, the home of UNE Student Powered Radio and the home of Way Back When. Not sure what it 
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and this is Way Back When, episode 2009, and you just heard Paparazzi by Lady Gaga, my favourite Lady Gaga song, although believe me, there is some stiff competition. I'm turning back now to Lily Allen and the fir- and the first, the lead single from her second album, of course Not Fair was the second, and that is The Fear. Now if you're thinking that the name Lily Allen sounds familiar, well she's actually the sister of Alfie Allen, who played Theon Greyjoy in Game of Thrones, and she is the daughter of Keith Allen, who played Robin Hood in the BBC Robin Hood adaptation back in 2006 to 2009. There you go. So The Fear came out uh, obviously in December of 2008 but charted in 2009. It's a very interesting song. It's got themes of postmodern condition and consumerism in it and it topped the UK chart for four consecutive weeks and it also made it all the way up to number three here in Australia. So all in all a very very good song and a very well received song. It was it, it was received very positively, put it that way. Billboard said that it packed a lyrical punch complimenting her vocals and the BBC described the song as danceable and slightly trancy. I do enjoy it, and I will say I actually didn't realise this was a Lily Allen song. I thought this was by uh, sort of a, an independent, sort of unknown Australian artist, funnily enough, when I first heard it a few years ago. So how wrong I was. It's The Fear by Lily Allen. It's coming up next on 106.9 Tune FM. You're listening to Way Back When, episode 2009.
You're listening to Way Back in episode 2009, and that was The Fear by Lily Allen. Coming up next, I'm turning back to Pink and Funhouse, and I will say there are about three or four different songs from Funhouse that I really, really wanted to play tonight, and sadly, I could only pick two because there are a few of them that may be played next week, obviously thanks to the carryover effect, and some of them just, just, just missed out by the skin, like for example, Sober, missed out by the absolute skin of its teeth. It's just a really, really good album from a phenomenal singer. However, I'm playing the fourth single from Pink's album, Funhouse Now, Bad Influence. Bad Influence is one of the best songs from the album, making it to number six here in Australia, and it was actually used in an Optus advertisement, which I think is pretty amusing, and it's been played frequently on the air here in Australia as well. Of course, Pink has a bit of a strong connection to Australia, which I am quite proud of. I'm quite pleased that she likes this little country so very much. It didn't chart as well as some of her other singles, but it did make it to number one in Germany, and it is considered to be one of of her most fitting songs, in fact. Of course, the Funhouse album is one, well, she's she called it her most vulnerable album to date given that she had just recently separated from her husband Carrie Hart and it was originally going to be called Heartbreak is a Mother Effer before the the record company essentially said no that is you can't have that as an album title so there you go Bad Influence by Pink coming up next on Way Back When episode 2009 you're listening to Tune FM on 106.9 
It's electrifying. Wind me up and watch me go. Where she stops, nobody knows a good excuse to be a bad influence. to 106.9 Sheen FM and that was Bad Influence by Pink, one of the amazing singles from Funhouse. I'm turning now to Taylor Swift and her album Fearless that I talked about a lot last week so I'll keep it brief. She released several singles from Fearless in 2009 including You Belong With Me which is arguably one of her best songs, certainly of her country, her first country era and arguably one of her best of all time although I do have a soft spot for Love Story. This song You Belong With Me has a lot of themes in regards to unrequited love and love interests that are just quite out of reach and it was written after she heard a male friend of hers arguing with his girlfriend on a phone phone call. She developed the storyline to the song afterwards. It became one of the best-selling singles worldwide with sales of more than 7 million units. It's been certified seven times platinum in America and only made it to number five on the charts here in Australia, which I was surprised by. I thought it would have made it to number one for sure, but it did not. The music video, of course, is also very famously known. It won the MTV Video Music Award for Best Female Video, uh, losing out on the Video of the Year award to Single Ladies by Beyonce, which seems a little bit strange to me. If Beyonce's won Best Video of the Year, how is it not also the Best Female Video Award of the Year? I'm not entirely sure. But that that notwithstanding, it was also nominated for three Grammy Awards, including Song of the Year, and it's really, really, really just an amazing song, so let's jump straight into it. You Belong With Me by Taylor Swift, coming up next on 106.9 Tune FM. You're listening to Way Back When, episode 2009. Black and 
That was Taylor Swift's You Belong With Me, here on Way Back When, episode 2009. This is Tune FM 106.9, and I'm turning now to a sort of the, the second song in a bit of a saga, and that's Beyonce's Single Ladies. Of course, there was a bit of controversy at the MTV Music Video Awards after Kanye West stormed the stage after Taylor Swift won the Best Female Video Award, grabbed the microphone, and said that Beyonce should have won the award instead. It's online, obviously, there was a big, big, big storm about it afterwards. I'm not going to go too much into it because, to put it bluntly, Kanye West is an idiot, and I don't really want to give too much coverage to that sort of thing. Moving on, though, to Single Ladies, because the music video aside and the debate over which of the videos, You Belong With Me or Single Ladies, is truly better, this song is absolutely phenomenal. It's by Beyonce, of course, and it was written for her third album, I Am Sasha Fierce, of course referring to her sort of onstage alter ego that she dubbed Sasha Fierce. Excuse me. This song won three Grammy Awards and it's been listed as one of the best songs of the year. And some have actually called it the best song of the decade, which I would find it hard to really sort of disagree with. It's been certified five times platinum here in Australia, which is phenomenal. And again, only made it to number five in Australia as well, but it did make it up to number one on the Billboard Hot 100. And it has been praised lavishly ever since it was released. It's been considered one of, like I said, one of Beyonce's best, one of the best songs of all time, and one of the best songs of the year. And it, along with its music video still continues to hold up well today. Single Ladies by Beyonce up next on 106.9 Tune FM, the home of UNE's student-powered radio. I'll be 
106.9 Sheen FM and that was Beyonce's Single Ladies here on Way Back When episode 2009. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I know that it is a very very long show but I do hope that you're enjoying the nostalgia trip. There's still a handful of songs to go so let's get into the next one by Nickelback as a matter of fact and off of their sixth album Dark Horse. Now I consider Dark Horse to be Nickelback's best album. I know that is a very controversial statement. I have made it very clear in the past that I am I diverge from public opinion when it comes to my thoughts on Nickelback as a band. I really do think they're enjoyable and I think this is their best album. Songs like Just To Get High, which sadly was I was unable to play on this week's show. Songs like Today Was Your Last Day, uh, Shaken Hands, Never Gonna Be Alone, all fantastic, fantastic tracks. And this song that I'm gonna play was the first song, the first single from the album, Gotta Be Somebody. It was sort of, it sort of came out of nowhere really. It's a bit more of a pop sort of style than, they, than they're sort of used to, but still very much an alt rock track. Made it to number 14 on the Australian charts, making it to number one on the adult top 40 charts over in America and it's been certified platinum here in Australia which I think is pretty decent as well like I said the entire they the song the album had 12 tracks written or written on it and eight of them were released as singles so really really interesting sort of single output there and I know this album was sort of harangued and really 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 harshly treated by the critics but I personally have to disagree like I said I do think that it's their best album and I will stand strong on that one and we have got to be somebody coming up next off of Dark Horse here on 106.9 Chin FM you're listening to Way Back When, episode 2009. The one we all dream of, but dreams just aren't enough, so I'll be waiting for It's just like deja vu 
You're listening to Way Back When, episode 2009, and that was Nickelback's Gotta Be Somebody, the lead single off of their sixth album, Dark Horse. Keeping on the track of alt-rock, sort of pop-rock tunes, I'm turning now to Kings of Leon, the American rock group that have actually been around for longer than I thought they were. They had their first sort of, uh, well, their first album came out in 2003. This, their fourth album, Only By The Night, came out in late 2008, and all of the singles being released, obviously, in 2009. But they, in terms of their Australian, I guess, recognition, they didn't really receive too too much until this album came out in particular two singles the first of which i'm going to play right now use somebody it was the second single from the album and it received very heavy airplay here in australia like i said where it was actually number one on the charts for six consecutive weeks and it was also a massive success in the uk where it topped the charts on the uh it topped the charts on the pop songs chart and made its number four on the hot 100 and actually won the grammy award for record of the year and best rock performance by a duo or group with vocal and best rock song as well so as you can see a very very popular track indeed and it was also number three on the triple j hottest 100 of 2008 of course 2009 january is when it was um when that when that took place so there's not really much else to say it's a really really good song from a band that didn't really have too too much to sing about here in australia until this album came out use somebody by kings of leon coming up next on 106.9 tune fm you're listening to way back when episode 2009 on this amazing saturday night i hope you enjoy
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was Use Somebody by Kings of Leon, a fantastic track that, like I said, made its number three on the Triple J Hottest 100, which was rather interesting to see. I'm turning now to 21 Guns by Green Day, a fantastic, fantastic band. I've spoken about Green Day a lot in previous years and weeks, of course. But when I say weeks, I mean years. The two are interchangeable. I've got a, I'm sort of stuck in that headspace of each week being a different year, such is the nature of our 50th anniversary. So Green Day, like I said, very much a pop punk sort of alt-rock band, so they really do fit with the last few songs indeed, and I'm deliberately not going to say too much about the album that the song's from, 21st Century Breakdown, because it really is best served to be listened to as a whole, so you can come to your own conclusions. It's a very, it's sort of a concept album, it's a very rock opera sort of album, and it loosely follows a narrative structure, and it's divided into three chapters as well, so I'm really, really not going to talk too much about it. I am just going to bring up that 21 Guns is a really fantastic protest song. You know how much of a sucker I am for protest songs? Excuse me. Wonderful, wonderful power ballad. Did very, very well on the charts, so let's jump straight into it. 21 Guns by Green Day coming up next on Way Back When, episode 2009. You're listening to Tune FM on 106.9.
Listening to 106.9 Sheen FM, and that was Green Day's amazing protest song, 21 Guns. I'm turning now to Fallout Boy and Foley Ado, which is French for A Madness Shared by Two, the last studio album that the band would release before their indefinite hiatus that lasted a grand total of four years. However, this album was sort of not as well, I will, I'll be honest, it wasn't as strong as the albums that preceded it, but it did have one kick ass song that served as the lead single, and this, uh, this album is actually considered to be one of the most collaborative efforts in terms of songwriting according to bassist Pete Wentz who is also the main songwriter it received very favorable reviews favorable reviews excuse me although it didn't do as well as previous albums on the charts and like I said I don't really consider it to be one of their best with the exception of the lead single which was the first Fallout Boy song that I heard that really got me into the band way back in 2008 I don't care. Now, of 2008-2009, charting released. It's a very blurry line, really. It was, like I said, the lead single, and it was first available for listening on the band's website, and it's actually considered one of Fall Out Boy's best-known songs. Definitely the album's best-known song, that is for sure. And it it was certified platinum over in America, and even though it did do exceptionally well, it did receive a little bit of criticism, or rather iTunes received a little bit of criticism for product placement in the edited music video that iTunes released that the band didn't approve of, which was rather controversial indeed. It was nominated for Best Rock Video Award at the MTV Music Video Awards, however it did not win, and but it did win for the MTV Australia Awards, same album, uh, same award, excuse me, and same song. Putting the music video aside, even though it is phenomenal, it's a very political track according to vocalist Patrick Stump, and it's definitely one of my favourites. I really think you're going to enjoy it if you haven't heard it yet. Fallout Boy, I Don't Care, coming up next on 106.9 Sheen FM, way back when, episode 2009, here on UNE's Student Powered Radio.
listening to 106.9 Sheen FM, and that was I Don't Care by Fallout Boy, a song described by Pete Wentz as the narcissist anthem and Patrick Stump as an ironically superficial song pointing out superficiality. In fact, that's according to him the only reason he was happy enough to have it on the record. Turning now from Fallout Boy, we go to the All-American Rejects. The All-American Rejects I have played on this show before, played Dirty Little Secret way back when it came out, but this song is the lead single from their third studio album, Gives You Hell, their most successful song to date, topping the mainstream top 40 and adult top 40 charts over in America, peaking at number 4 on the top, on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, being certified quadruple platinum, receiving very popular reviews and making it to number 3 on the charts here in Australia. Uh, the songwriter Tyson Ritter has said that it's about this dude who will never know it's about him. It's a tongue-in-cheek way of looking at someone you hate and just telling them that you they hope that they that life gives them hell. It's a really, really simple song. It's a very catchy song, though, so I'm going to play it. This is the fifth song from the end here on 106.9 Tune FM. It gives you hell by the All-American Rejects here on 106.9 Tune FM, the home of UNE's student-powered radio.
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM here on Way Back When, episode 2009, and that was Gives You Hell by the All-American Rejects, a fantastic little tune to tell that person that you hate in your life, essentially to get stuffed. Turning away now from the All-American Rejects, we turn to a band that I didn't think I was going to be able to play on this show again, it's Kiss. Now, I, of course, am a big Kiss fan, and I was very much over the moon in 2009 when they announced that they were releasing their 19th studio album, Sonic Boom. Sonic Boom, uh, Paul Stanley said that the he actually went into a bit of detail in his book saying that he really wanted to do another Kiss album after Psycho Circus back in 96 because he didn't want the Farewell Tour to be how the band ended, despite that sort of being the purpose for Farewell Tours. But he said later on that the purpose of this album isn't to let people know that we're still around, it's to let people know that we can knock anybody who's out there. And even though it didn't quite do that in terms of album sales or critical reviews, it was still fairly well received, especially among the fans. And I'm going to play the first track and lead single from the album because it's one of the only Kiss songs released from 2000 onwards that I would love to see on a set list, Modern Day Delilah, because it's a really, really, really nice, just typical old sort of rock track blending into heavy metal a little bit. So I'm certainly a big, big fan. Modern Day, Modern Day Delilah by Kiss coming up next, if I can get the words out, here on 106.9 Tune FM. This is way back when, episode 2009, and you're listening to Tune FM on UNE's student-powered radio.
You're listening to 106.9 Sheen FM, and that was Kiss's Modern Day Delilah, here on Way Back When, episode 2009. Let's go back to the Kings of Leon and their fourth album, Only By The Night. You didn't really think I was going to forget this song, did you? No, indeed not. I could not leave out Sex On Fire, the lead single from the album, their first number one single in Australia, Finland, Ireland, and the UK, and it charted in the top 10 in several other countries as well. It sold 1.2 million copies as of 2012 in the UK, and it gained significant popularity in the band's native United States. And one more little accolade in that regard, it was Britain's second most downloaded digital single ever in 2009, which is phenomenal. It was nominated for Best Rock Song at the Grammys, their first Grammy nomination, and won the award for Best Rock Vocal Performance as well. Oh, goodness me, it's a fantastic song. I actually thought the Kings of Leon were Australian because of how loved and how celebrated this song actually was when it came out. I remember it even still, 11 years later. It was absolutely... It was almost, it was considered one of the best songs ever, especially by, you know, you'd turn on a radio and you'd hear it. You'd flip through other stations and you'd hear it three or four more times at once. It was, it was all over the place. And I, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I think it's a really, really good song. I just honestly thought it was by an Australian band. And also, one other little accolade speaking on that idea, it, it was the Triple J hottest one. It was the Triple J hottest song on the Triple J hottest 100 of 2008. It made it to the number one spot. So it and Use Somebody were tracks one and three respectively which is a pretty good effort for one album and in in case anyone was wondering the number two spot was electric feel which i am kicking myself for not including on last week's show because i thought it came out in 2011 it did not it came out in 2008 and it didn't chart in 2009 so i can't play it tonight and i am very very angry at myself for that because that is a phenomenal song go and check that out i can't play it tonight but go and check it out anyway once this show is done turning back to sex on fire though it's there's not I can't really too and I'm not even going to say too much more about it because it's just an amazing song that I think really really encapsulates the year as a matter of fact in a weird sort of way so enjoy it by Kings of Leon coming up next here on way back when episode 2009 interestingly enough it's not actually about sexuality so when you're listening to the lyrics just keep that in your mind it's not about sexuality it's just got the word sex in the chorus so like I said keep that in mind this is Sex on Fire by Kings of Leon on UNE's student powered radio
You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM, and that was the Kings of Leon with Sex on Fire. What a phenomenal song that really is. It's a bloody, bloody good song, and it absolutely deserved to be the Triple J Hottest 100 number one song of 2008. Turning now to the final song of this evening. Thank you all so, so very much for tuning in. I know it's been a long one. The first time in many, 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 many months, in fact, possibly over two years, that I've done a show that's gone for over two hours. I didn't expect it to when I was putting this show together, but the amount of music that came through it simply turned out that way and i do hope that you enjoyed it please 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 tune in same time next week 7 p.m on saturday for the best of 2010 getting into the 2010s decade the 41st year of tune fm's existence will it be as long as this show i don't know although i'd say it would probably be unlikely turning now like i said to the final song and i know some people are going to be very very angry at me for ending the show with a nickelback song but sue me this song is phenomenal and it was one of the more well-known and influential songs from 2009 from Dark Horse like I said and that's Burn It To The Ground despite it being a very sort of not not as complicated not as complex or as deep in lyrical meaning as some of the other songs on this list Shad Kroger the frontman of Nickelback describing the song about being quote drinking everything in sight it's an arena anthem it's a live staple of the set list of Nickelback concerts even to this day Chad Kroger has said he says that he said that the song is the theme song of his life it was nominated for the Grammy Awards uh, for the best hard rock performance for the 52nd Grammy Awards but lost to ACDC it was performed at the Winter Olympics it's just it's been everywhere it's been used as several it's been used on different soundtracks it's been used for different sports teams like I said it really is a bit of an anthem so it seems appropriate to finish off the show with this amazing song Nickelback's Burn It To The Ground coming up next I hope that you all have an amazing night I hope that you have the I hope that the rest of your weekend is just phenomenal and I hope that the week ahead is nice and stress free for you because we all need some of that in 2021 after the year that was 2020. Burn It to the Ground by Nickelback up next on 106.9 Chin FM, episode 2009 of Way Back When. I hope that you have a tremendous night.
welcome to the encore. Yes, indeed, you did just hear Burn It to the Ground by Nickelback, but I did want to include a little encore on this week's show. I've only done that on one show before, and that was back in 2007 for a personal reason, which you might remember me talking about. But I feel like this sh- this week really, really deserved one, because I really do want to play this song. Because normally, we have obviously very strict rules on what we can and can't play in terms of how heavy a song is, and most heavy music just can't be done. And this song, obviously being a heavy symphonic metal track, normally can't be played before 9 o'clock. And since this show was gone on so long it's after nine o'clock I can get away with it and it's called I Don't Care by Apocalyptica. Apocalyptica are a band that I'm very very quite fond of and they're they're a bit of an they started out as a bit of a novelty act because they're a symphonic band from Finland and they were formed in 1993 so obviously sharing the, sh- the same home country and genre as Nightwish but they are all they are composed of a trio of classically trained cellists and a drummer. So all of the music that they play, their band members play cellists instead of guitars. They have cellist, uh, they have cello music and obviously the drums and they have pianos and accompanying music in the background, sure, but all of their stuff is written for cellos. It's a really, really interesting sort of subgenre and it's fantastic. And the reason I wanted to play this particular song is they got Adam Gontier, the lead singer of Three Days Grace, to sing this particular song because most of their music is instrumental because none of them are technically the lead singer of the band because none of them really sing. They only do backup vocals. So they got Adam Gontier in to sing this song and it's just phenomenal. It's a really, really interesting track. I was able to hear it live when they supported Sabaton over in London last year, which I was lucky enough to go to thanks to Tune FM. Little shout out there. It reached number one in the Billboard mainstream rock tracks, rock tracks in the US and number two on the US alternative songs chart where it spent a year in the top 20. So it's not just a niche sort of Finnish European style. It, it made it all the way to the US as well and they are sort of well known in Australia as well. So I wanted to include it as a little encore just to send off the night with a bit more of an interesting twist but that being said please enjoy it I don't care by Apocalyptica featuring Adam Gontier and I'll speak with you again next week everything I said before still holds true I hope that you have a wonderful night and I will speak with you again next week I hope that your evening is as wonderful as it can possibly be and I hope that the week ahead is wonderful for you I don't care by Apocalyptica and Adam Gontier coming up next on 106.9 Tune FM the encore of way back when episode 2009 have yourselves a wonderful week tonight.